right now your your main job is with the director of off the court for the NBPA. How how do you prepare people to leave the NBA? And are they younger players? Are they older players? Mid mid level players? I mean, what type of player are you typically working with? So two parts to that. I'll answer the, the last part. So typically, it's the older guys, as you hope that guys are able to have. You know, everyone would love a a ten year you know plus career. And so generally the, the target is, is guys that are older, guys that have been in the league maybe seven to 10 years plus. But it's unfortunate that no one knows the exact date when they're going to retire. No one says, okay, I'm going to do X amount of years. I'm going to retire on, you know, uh, May 20th, you know, 2000, whatever. You know what I mean? So um, you try to build those relationships, even with the young guys just so they can build that rapport. So when they do officially or unofficially, you know, announce their retirement, that relationship is already built in place. And so they feel comfortable coming to you. And the other part, the beginning part, um, I try to use myself. I, I use myself and my experiences that, that I've gone through, things that I've learned uh, to help, you know, paint a picture because it's unknown, it's unfamiliar territory in terms of the transition. Like everyone is going to be a retired player at some point but no one knows when that is actually going to happen. And so, again, I try to use the things that I've been through. We also use former players, um, you know, connecting with them who have tra transitioned successfully. And then other guys that's a part of the transition because there's a pre-transition, like while you're still planning and you're thinking about, oh, man, my body's breaking down. You know what? I'm getting tired. I want to spend more time with the family. And then that's also the part where, you know, you have stepped away from the game and you haven't announced your retirement, but no team is showing interest. So it's kind of, you know, you're going through those different stages. And so, again, I try to utilize myself and just being a voice and being a former player. How hard is that? Like, like, so you always, I mean, every, every sport has a player where it's like, yeah, you know, they're an unrestricted free agent. They can sign with any team, but no team is really reaching out or maybe they'll give them a practice or whatever, but they're not seriously contracting them yet. How hard mentally is that for a player to go through? That's gotta be like roller coaster of emotions now, especially if you want to play. Well, I mean, well, well the transition is, is different, you know, for different players, everyone is going to, you know, differently. Some players, you know, maybe they got all that they could out the game. You know what I mean? Because it's two things. Like LeBron. He's done phenomenal. And, and being a way, you know, the only thing that, that he's mentioned that he wants to do that's on his bucket list is to play with his son, Brian, which I'm confident that that will happen. And I look forward to, to seeing that happen, you know, because LeBron is an incredible player. His his son, Bronny, both of his boys, you know, incredible players. And I definitely, you know, uh, can't wait to see Bronny on the stage with his dad as well. But you know, for a lot of guys, it, it is challenging. You know, you got to think about you've been playing the game, you know, five, you know, six, seven years old. I mean, some guys been playing at 20 plus, almost 30 years, and then to step away from that. So for some, it's it's almost like a uh, divorce, so to speak. Anyone that's ever been married, you know what I mean? And you divorce, there's some people that's going to celebrate the divorce. They're going to be like, oh, man, you know, this person or whatever, this relationship was so toxic. Now I'm going to celebrate that. And then for, for others, you know what I'm saying? It's the uncomfortable, like, oh, I invested all that time. You know what I mean? Now what am I going to do? Yeah. So, you know, but you can't get through it. It's, it's, it's steps, you know what I'm saying? Just like anything else, you know what I'm saying? That's a part of it. It's no, no different than growing pains when you're growing and you know what I mean? Your, your body is, you know, 
you're going through puberty. You know what I'm saying? Everything is a transition. It's the butterfly. You know what I mean? Caterpillar to a butterfly. So how how did you fall into the role of the director of Off the Court? How did that happen? Did a door, door just open for you? Or is it right place, right time? Uh, did you have to work your way up? I mean, explain a little bit how you found yourself in that role because that is pretty intriguing. Yeah, so a little bit of, of the, the first two things that, that you mentioned. So previously, I wanted to go into coaching. Well, I thought that's what I wanted to do when I retired. And so I went back to my alma mater, Georgia Tech, and I spent three years there on coaching staff as a director of player personnel, basically working with the student athletes, making sure that they went to class, making sure that the alumni stayed engaged, you know, with the program. And after three years, I said, you know what, I want to take a leap of faith. And I really wanted to tap into some of the incredible resources that the MBPA offers and also wanted to look in, you know, to see what the NBA offered as well. And so I was just staying connected, you know, you know, with opportunities like reaching out literally like every other week. Hey, is there a job opening for anything is, you know, I can send my resume. And basically what happened was the previous director, you know, had decided that he wanted to do something different. And so basically he stepped down. And so this position became available. And because I had stayed connected, you know, with the MBPA and, and you know, what job openings they had, I basically went through the whole interview process. And I'm not sure how many candidates they interviewed, but you know, I was one of them and, you know, everything else, you know, is history. 